Listening to One Man Brand Radio with Ray Sagern on News Radio KLBJ. Now, here's Ray. 8360590 and toll free 877-590-KLBJ. This is One Man Brand Radio. It's brought to you by Oktoberfest. I got more details on a real German Texan Oktoberfest. And there's a what's going on here? Y'all are y'all tussling for for are y'all jockeying we're, we're for position jockeying over here? For position. I see or what the producer's chair. I see yes. what's going on here. It's a big studio. <laughs> I, yeah, there's room for everybody. <laughs> so you know, we're talking about uh, the big picture, getting your big picture in focus for 2017. Let's talk about a German Texan Heritage Society Oktoberfest first. Sure. And, and, and I'm glad Carol's in. Actually, we've got clipboard Carol Carnes here, who is our associate producer on the show and uh, the keeper of order in our office. So, Carol, step up to the mic for just a second. So, quick multiple choice question: Your favorite part? Have you been to the German Texan Heritage Society's Oktoberfest, or will the October 15th event be your first time? It'll be my first. Time. Okay, good, good. But but you're kind of familiar, you know. There's there's a, there's a big version of this uh, uh, down in New Braunfels called Wurstfest, you know. So never been there, but it's on my bucket list. Okay, good. So this is a little more family friendly version of that. So you bring the kids out, you can have a good time. So here, so so you're anticipating here your favorite part, the thing you're most looking forward to about Oktoberfest 2016, the authentic German Texas style Oktoberfest. Every year, the third Saturday in October, it's in the beer garden downtown at the German Texan Free School. Which, by the way, you gotta love a free school with the beer garden, because most free schools don't have a beer garden. German Texan Heritage Society's German Free School does. All right, so uh, it's five hundred seven East Tenth Street. So here's the thing: Car- clipboard Carol says my favorite part would be a great food provided by Frank including the gherkin salad and the bratwurst. That's A. B, great music, including Lorelei and Shotzi, the Yodel Blitz Band, the Off the Grid Band, led by accordionist Joe Klaus, and as a very special treat, roaming accordionist, accordion player, accordionist? Is that a thing? Shirley Johnson. Was that B or C? That was C. That was B. You did A and B. A and B, okay. So A was the... The, the good food. food, okay. B was the music. Mm-hmm. C, that good dark German beer. Or D, puppet show and face painting for the kids. <laughs> well, typically I would pick all four, but since you're asking just for one, I'm going to go with the dark German beer. But beer goes good with music, so I'm looking forward to the polka music as well. Uh, it sounded like an all of the above. All right, yep. clipboard Carol for you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> How all can right. you make me decide? <laughs> and that's the great thing about a German Texan Heritage Society is you don't have to decide. It's all there for you, and it's going on uh, uh, 14 days from today, Saturday after next, October 15th, downtown. Our conversation this week on One Man Brand Radio is about the big picture, getting it in focus for 2017, but really just getting it in focus, period. Uh, yes. It's like that checkup from the doctors. You know? Sure. And, and, you know, one of the things I find uh, frustrating for a lot of business owners is that that self-fulfilling circle of cynicism, skepticism, unwillingness to take the leap, especially where it pertains to marketing. You become trapped in this cycle where without adequate growth, you can't fund the budget. But without the budget, <laughs> you can't fund the growth. So... Breaking out of that cycle is is terribly important for business owners. So a pro tip there is, you know, market to become 
the company that you want to be in the coming year. And the way we do it is, you know, we suggest identify what you feel like is a comfortable level of of marketing and also profitability that you feel you can live inside of. And if you take those two components out, like like imagine that we're sitting at the Kirby Lane Cafe. All right. Mm. All More right. Pancakes, please. Okay, so I've got my plate of pancakes in front of me, and I've got a salt and a pepper shaker, all right? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to set set them on either side of my plate, right? Well, th- that represents your profit, profit, and it represents your marketing budget, right? So if let's just assume 10% for each, that you're going to, for every dollar that you make, if you're going to do a million dollars in sales this year, you're going to have a $100,000 marketing budget, all right? Mm-hmm. And you're also going to shoot for 100% profit. And then the 80 per- points that are in the middle, all right, you want to work to contract those, make them as tight and efficient as possible. Because why? If you can turn that 80 into 76 or 74 or 72 that frees up more money to market for growth and it frees up more money for what profit profit yeah Yeah, thanks okay so now obviously your mileage may vary (laughs) based upon how good you are at what you do but of course even past that what industry are you in you know groceries are a very low margin item diamonds conversely Mm -hmm. are a very high margin item so your ability to hold whatever margins, again, kind of going back to that analogy of what will the market bear and what will your industry bear, you know, once you've established that, your goal should always be to become more efficient, leaner, and more efficient so that you can generate more profit and you can generate more money to market for growth. Right? That, that's sort of our self-taught way to do it. And I know that it works real well for our clients. Would you say that that's worked into a product buying cycle? That the, the longer the product buying cycle is, that it affects that growth margin? Okay, so let's agree what we mean by product buying cycle, because a person could hear that driving down 183 this morning, listening to our conversation, and they could think what that means is, what are the touch points that you go through from action, attention, interest, decision, action, the whole AIDI, but that's Uh not really what you mean. I think what you mean is if you replace an air conditioner, that's going to happen every 12 to 15 years, but if you're going to put food in your belly, that occurs three times a day. Is is that what you mean by by how often you're in the market for the thing that you've got? Yes, A hundred percent, and I, I think that branding campaigns work especially well for longer purchase, longer decisions uh, to purchase and, and uh, longer product purchase cycles. Absolutely, if you think about it, because they're harder to predict when somebody's going to actually be in the market for mm-hmm. them, right? And so if you can implant, you know, it's sort of the, the getting back to that idea of a branding campaign or building your reputation as this reticular activator, right? Mm-hmm. So if, you know, if my family's going out to, to, to get some ice cream, we're going to Amy's or we're going to Lick. Those are just the two that are kind of entrenched. We're generally not going to the Froyo joint, and there's other, you know, national chains and whatever that, that popped up. But if, if it's a destination, then, then that's where we're going, right, on those times where, where, where right. we do it, right? Yeah. Um, and I don't really want to use any specific examples, uh, uh, but I will tell you that the last time that I replaced an air conditioner as a homeowner it was entirely entirely based upon the first company to pop into my head uh you know when you're up to your ankles in water or you come home from you know from a hard day at work and it's it's 92 degrees inside your house 
you are not sitting down at your computer <laughs> and to, to read Yelp reviews, you know? <laughs> or, or I, was, I wasn't in here, you know? I've got a problem, on, and I wanted it fixed right away. And the, the sum total of the reputation of, of that company, and I'm talking back to childhood now, is as long as I've known this company um, uh, and their jingle, Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, is uh, it's powerful stuff. The degree to which that becomes the sort of the tiebreaker um, of all the different ways that people can make decisions. We talked about this a lot last week when we were talking about there are four basic types of of decisions. There are four fundamental itches that people scratch, right? Uh, that that they line up and sort of assemble into unknowing groups of, of, of primary actionable uh, temperaments, mm-hmm. right? Yes. They are. The spontaneous. Mm-hmm. Spontaneous is a person who generally just wants to get on with their life. They want to make the decision and move on, feel reasonably good about it, but not put a lot of effort into it. Logical. The logical, competitive, or the the, the methodical decision maker. They want all the facts and the figures, and they don't so much want an expert as they want to become the expert. Humanistic? Huggy, feely. Michelle Miller would would smack me for using the term soccer mom because that's not really the thing, but it is a tapping, tapping into that need for us to connect on a humanistic level. And then last is the competitive. Competitive, right? Yes. And the competitive wants the best of the best. Uh, they're concerned with uh, uh, a winning, you know. And that's those are four different mindsets that go into decisions. It's really good stuff if you really want to break down what each of those four temperaments mean for your company. All right, this is One Man Brand Radio. Ray and Monica here. We're here every Saturday morning on News Radio KLBJ, six a.m. Bright and early. Somebody cue the rooster sound now. <laughs> I'm I back love on it. the morning zoo. I love it, man. You know, so so I have to wonder. You know, you, I know you did you, you did radio a good many years with your late husband, right? Yes. Uh, up and down the eastern seaboard, I uh-huh. think. Yes. No, not here in Austin. And so, um, yeah, that, I, I'd like you to, if you, if you don't mind, I'd like you to dust off some of those old morning show <laughs> air checks and bring them in sometime. Cause I gotta tell you, I, I wasn't, I figured we'd insert the rooster in post-production, but you were just, just I'm, I'm ready. You were just right there on it. Uh, I can do dog, dog cause you know, barking cause, too. Cause you know, I put the rooster in the, in the, in the ads <laughs> yes. because I want, you know what people driving home from work and, you know, they're listening to Jeff and, and Ed on the way home from work, maybe listening to Dale Dudley on rational radio. And I, just want you know if, if they're going along they listen to their conversation but when our commercial comes on i want that rooster popping up making things known. that is not me in the commercial by the way as as the rooster. you can't prove that you as can't the... prove that one way or the other actually <laughs> all right this is one man brand radio again give you the phone number it's 836-0590-877-590 klbj and the show is brought to you by Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest is coming up very quick weekend after next it's coming up on uh october 15th and i need to remind you that it's brought to you the project is supported in part by the cultural arts division of the city of austin's economic development department german preschool downtown on 10th street it's on october 15th a kid-friendly family-friendly Oktoberfest with uh, all sorts of activities for the kids and great music and great food and that good German beer for the grown-ups. Hope to see you out there. Uh, you can come see me donning the leather hosen. 
as I do every year. The MC- bee's knees. Emceeing the uh, Oktoberfest for German Texans. Get more information online at germantexans.org. So if you've got any questions about your business that you want to funnel our way, and you're listening to this show maybe after the fact, you can always hit me up, Ray at Segern.com, and you can find us through our website at onemanbrandradio.com. Let's dive back into the conversation. We've got just a few minutes uh, left to sort of wrap things up. So again, just to sort of reestablish what we talked about earlier. You know, there's no one size fits all. You know, you're looking not so much for somebody who can give you the answers, but what are the questions you should be asking yourself? Who are you? How do you put yourself out there? Do you have a logo? Do you have a message? In your marketing and in your operations, what's working? What isn't working? And why? Do you have any new or changing goals for the coming year? Do you have particular marketing faucets that you've developed, direct mail, outbound calling, uh, digital, ramping up pay-per-click advertising that you can turn on and off, up and down as your business gets slow, right? Yeah, it's important to know where those ebbs and flows are seasonally, if you're a seasonal kind of business. Uh, And about halfway through the year, you've got to kind of pause and say, okay, what, and do another diagnostic. What's working? What isn't? And why do you suppose that is? We definitely want you to look at your shop. Do your very best to look at yourself objectively. Are there operational considerations you need to address that precede marketing in a retail setting, it could be cleanliness, it could be security, it could be stock, it could be a number of things, it could be pricing strategy. In, in, in service companies, it could be recruiting and training also in retail, that can be a, a huge component as well. You know, uh, what resources do you have to work with? Do you have a large customer base that you can communicate with via email, phone, and text? Or do you have few customers? Do you have a lot of dollars to work with? That really breaks down for you whether you can can engage successfully in mindshare marketing, working on building your brand through electronic media, or whether you need to be focused more on direct response marketing, relationship online, social media, uh, Customer acquisition is really the name of the game. You know, if we were to ask a uh, hundred business owners, what's the purpose of business? They would come back with a lot of different answers, but it all comes back to creating and serving customers. So that's a big thing you have to look at. Uh, what are the resources you have to work with in pursuit of that? Existing customers, money, relationships, and time. You know, we found that time and money. Just to kind of wrap up the conversation, I think time and money are interchangeable currencies, right? You can always gain more by saving the other. You know, you can get more time by spending money, and you can save money by making an expenditure of time. You know, and one last thing I would just kind of throw on here would be uh, get some help, you know. Maybe it's a consulting uh, arrangement or a marketing company like ours that helps you see yourself real. They call it a blind spot because you can't see it. You know, uh, mastermind groups, you know, networking with other business owners uh, in other cities and other business owners in different industries in your town can be a great way to do that. Or, you know, maybe it's just your next door neighbor's cousin's best friend's, uh, uh, you know, nephew that is, uh, you know, a new marketing grad from... Texas State University, maybe that's somebody that you can pay 20 bucks an hour to help you see yourself real in growing your business. All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll come back to wrap it up. This is One Man Brand Radio. You can find us online at onemanbrandradio.com. We'll continue next here on News Radio KLBJ. Revolution. 